0: See, multi-passionates want to do everything they are interested in all at once and be amazing at it as well. They can't just focus on one thing because they are all important to them. It's like a child entering a candy shop. They want to check everything out, they want to grab everything, they want to try everything because they have such a curious mind. This is the Hello20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello20s. Before we begin today's episode, I want to just thank you for listening in this week. In the beginning of this year, I created some goals for this podcast, and one of the goal was to hit a certain amount of downloads by the end of each quarter. Thanks to you, we are close to reaching this goal. We have a few weeks left until the end of the quarter, But if you enjoy this podcast, I would really appreciate you sharing it with a friend who you think may enjoy listening or share your favorite episode on your socials. If you share on social media, please tag me. I would love to know which episode is your favorite episode. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for the continuous support. You have no idea how much it means to me to know that you guys are tuning in on these episodes. All right, so today's topic is something I experienced and I've noticed in some of my friends. I didn't know that this term existed until a year or two ago, and that is multi-passionate. There are other terms that are synonymous such as multi-talented, multi-potentialite, renaissance person, generalist, and polymath. My favorite is polymath because when you break the word down, poly means many and math comes from mathen, which means learn. My favorite is polymath because when you break the word down, Poly in Greek means many, and math comes from Manthanian, which means learn, so together it's many learning, having knowledge in many subjects. Leonardo da Vinci was a multi-passionate, he was a true renaissance man, at least someone who is known and documented in history that we know of. He was an artist, a scientist, and an inventor. Um, Benjamin Franklin is also one. They are typically pretty good at several of their interests, and as I'm briefly describing what a multi-passionate person is like, it doesn't sound like a bad thing nor a problem to have on the surface level. I agree, it's really fun to have multiple passions and to be able to have this deep interest in many things, but with Anything, there are its own sets of problems. So, today I want to share with you what I've learned from my personal experience and what I've read, researched, and observed on having this trait. I want to share with you some struggles we face and solutions to help overcome these hurdles if you are a multi passionate person yourself. Um, So, if you are multi passionate or are interested in this subject or know someone who is this, uh, this is what we'll all be talking about in today's conversation. So let's start with understanding multi-passionate people. I did give a brief description earlier, so I'll add on to that. These people have strong interests in and pursuing multiple passions at the same time. They could include having hobbies, pursuing multiple careers, or being involved in various creative pursuits. Um, This type of person is often driven by curiosity and a desire to learn. and explore various areas in their life. A really good example of this is that person who has a lot of various side jobs that they enjoy doing on top of their full-time job. They do it not for the money, but because it gives them a chance to continue this endeavor as part of their life because they genuinely enjoy it. Another example of this are people who have multiple side jobs and fields that they really enjoy. They are a photographer and a makeup artist. They are a designer and a music artist. I feel like I'm more aware of those who are in the creative field to be multi-passionate, but that is just my bias because I am part of that community. However, in the recent years, you see people who are, for example, in the medical or healthcare fields who are starting to share their lives online and creating these content around that subject. I would argue that they are multi-passionate people as well because not only are they providing service in the healthcare field, but they are creating content regularly. And you know, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of passion to get yourself to record, to edit, and to build a community. This was very uncommon like five or so years ago, but you can find channels now of doctors or nurses sharing their occupation and their life with their online community. It's definitely more of the younger generation of healthcare workers, but they are out there if you look for it. Being multi-passionate isn't you know, just reserved for those who have multiple jobs in different fields. You can be multi-passionate outside of your career as well. And so these are people who have multiple strong interests in many things. They pursue many hobbies. So I first want to, you know, differentiate the difference between someone who does a lot of activities versus someone who has many hobbies. Activities are things you do either once in a while or there's a purpose behind why you're doing it. For example, you're bored one day so you pick up an activity to do such as crocheting or biking and every once in a while if you're bored again you'll pick up that activity or you'll do something new. Another example of an activity is doing something with a group of friends because it's something the collective wanted to do because it's a good bonding experience. You do it because your friends wanted to do it and, you know, you wanted to do it too, maybe. Um, That was a purpose. It was a collective decision. A hobby is something you pursue out of your own interest and it will always be a top priority when it comes to the free time you have to do what you choose to do. There's this desire to continue learning and improving. I think activities can lead to hobbies which can then turn into a career or jobs but activities and hobbies are not the same. So what are the benefits of being a multi-passionate? Well, from my personal experience, what I love about having a deep interest in multiple fields is that it really broadens your horizon. Pursuing multiple interests has taught me different skills and knowledge that are transferable to other avenues in my life. I'm never bored is also a very big benefit. (laughs) Um, It connects me to different types of people. You know, certain fields have certain types of people whose mindsets and logic are different than other fields. And so when I'm able to pursue both or multiple, it opens my eyes to more, it broadens my perspective, and I can take what I like or what I've learned from each field and use it to further my own success. Because multi passionate people have knowledge and interests in multiple fields, they are very good at adapting to changes. They're used to readjusting and they are familiar with being or how to be a beginner at something and being in a new environment or a different environment. They are also very good at connecting different concepts and people together, they are the connectors in life. They're like that person at a party who can make really good introductions between two new people. They start the conversation linking these two people up and they set it in a way where they don't need to be the third leg in order to support the conversation. Now this is also a skill that can be learned so it's not just exclusive to multi-passionates but it's a trait that most of them have because their breadth of knowledge is so broad. So far, it sounds pretty nice to be multi-passionate, doesn't it? Well, unfortunately, every superpower has its own kryptonite. Some things a multi-passionate person has a harder time with include difficulty focusing or making decisions, spreading themselves too thin, not having time for their relationships, having a harder time achieving mastery, And sometimes it's not even just a harder time, but it takes them a little bit longer to achieve mastery. Another one is just not living up to maybe their own expectations. Sometimes contentment is something they struggle with because it's hard to commit to doing just one thing because they want to be it all and they want to do it all, right? So they have this confidence that they are able to do anything and be successful at it. The only thing that's holding them back really is they spread themselves too thin, and their focus is divided among all their pursuits, and that really sometimes hinders their success. See, multi-passionates want to do everything they are interested in all at once and be amazing at it as well. They can't just focus on one thing because they are all important to them. It's like a child entering a candy shop. They wanna check everything out, they wanna grab everything, they wanna try everything because they have such a curious mind. And so prioritizing is something that is very hard for them to do, especially when time and resources may be limited. Another struggle I see often in multi-passionates, and I see it in myself as well, we're really good at coming up with ideas, we're really good at starting, continuing and finishing is another story. (laughs) You know, once that high of the creative spark has declined, it can be kind of hard for them to continue. On top of that, because they are so interested in multiple projects, they find themselves moving on to another project that is currently sparking higher interest. So now they have a trail of unfinished projects. With a trail of unfinished projects, it can really start to affect their confidence and are left feeling overwhelmed and scattered. A personal example of this um, is in my career, I'm interested in the tech industry and I'm excited to learn about new technology but at the same time I'm really passionate in something that is in the creative field so it's hard to make a decision and it really requires some work to figure out how can I have the best of these two worlds especially finding a position that fits this career this interest in a company another example are my hobbies pottery, ice skating, video making, to name the current ones, (laughs) sometimes it can feel overwhelming wanting to do it all and do it well. Of course, we know if you are able to focus on one thing and give it all your time, you are more likely to master it versus having so many different ones and jumping around. I know for me, when I want to do something, I want to be really good at it. But I forget that getting really good at something requires a lot of dedicated time. And as a multi-passionate, I need to remind myself that my time is divided up because I have so many different interests. And so it will take me a little bit longer to master something versus somebody who specializes in one thing, you know, all their time is dedicated to this one thing. I'll never forget, in one of my communication class in university, my professor told the class, if you want to be rich and really successful in this world, you need to be a specialist. Well, that's just like the worst thing you can tell a (laughs) multi-passionate. So where do we go from here? How do we become successful as a multi-passionate? Well, first, we have to define what success means to us for each of our interests. I can have multiple passions, but success for each of these passions may vary. For some of my interests, maybe I only care about honing in on the basics, having a good grasp of general knowledge and concepts, then maybe there are some interests I really want to reach higher levels. We first have to define our version of success because in a specialized world, success is mastering at the highest level. But we don't need to be a master at something at that high level in order to have a strong interest in it. Second, if you are a multi-passionate who is really good at getting started and is always fired up with new ideas that interrupt the previous project you just started on, Practice completing goals. Set small goals for your interests and start completing them. The more you get into the habit of completing mini goals, the more likely you are able to see the bigger goals through. Sometimes when you have too many unfinished projects, it's no better than not starting at all. Because being multi-passionate means having strong interests, when they dive into a hobby or a field, they get super invested, super into it. They may start to think, Maybe they should change their career into this field. You know, they enjoy doing it so much. Why not start monetizing it? We live in a world where we're constantly told to pursue our passion and do what we love so that we don't have to work a day. But I think it's important to remember that not every passion or hobby needs to be monetized. Because frankly, sometimes when you start to monetize, that is when you start to lose the passion for what it is that you are doing. Now, there's this pressure of needing to earn money and worrying about whether your product or service is good enough. You may start to tailor this product or service to something that you don't even like to do or make anymore, which defeats the whole purpose of why you got started in the first place and it really can taint your passion for this thing. So remember that not every interest you have needs to be monetized. Some things are more enjoyable because you are able to pursue it willingly without any external factors. To be productive as a multi-passionate, you need to accept that time is limited and we need to learn how to prioritize. I know this P word is frustrating to hear because all of your interests are quote important. I get it. (laughs) I really do. But let's pick one or two things on that list to focus on for the next six months, the next year, or the next two, three years. If you are bouncing around and you feel like you're not able to reach your success, let's be honest with ourselves and learn to prioritize. Learn to say, this is not going to be my focus for right now. Just because you choose this one or two thing over the others to focus on for the next set amount of time does not mean you abandon all your other interests. I feel like sometimes that's what we may feel like when we choose to prioritize. When you are choosing one or two things to focus on, it just means you want to give it the time it deserves for a set amount of time and watch it blossom. This is something I started doing this year. I honed in on what I really wanted to put my energy and time towards in the creative digital field, and that was this podcast. <laughs> if you know me for a few years, you know that I really enjoy creating YouTube videos, creating content on social media before I even started this podcast, but I truly was spreading myself too thin. I hate to admit that because who likes to admit that, right? So. I decided that the podcast was what i wanted to really put my energy in for this year it doesn't mean i stopped doing all my other creative digital contents it just means right now the goals i have for this one thing this podcast is something that i am going to put most of my energy and most of my time towards and the goals that i set the things i need to do are just going to be my non-negotiables i schedule in what i need to get done Um, and you know, the others, if I have time and energy for, then I'll dabble here and there. But if I'm not consistent with that, I won't feel guilty because that's not my priority right now. And I already set that tone for myself. I think guilt is something that we also experience as a multi-passionate. If we have too many interests we want to pursue all at the same time, we won't get to fully experience each and every one that it deserves it's a lot easier to allow yourself to fully immerse in those priorities do what it is you need to do and have allowed yourself to do within this given time frame by the end of the time frame you can readjust and shift your priorities or keep them the same when you don't set a time frame or get clear on your priorities you will just hop around and truly it's hard to get anywhere if you are scattered the reason why professional athletes musicians artists Really anyone who is exceptional in their field is exceptional is because they dedicate so much of their time to that one thing. They practice the same drills over and over and over and hone in on the same skills for weeks months they do the same thing over and over again until there is no margin for error and to a multi-passionate committing to just one field can be very scary but as a multi-passionate if we want to succeed and be really great at what we do we need to structuralize a little to bring some balance into our life and that is what this method has helped me with The time frame I set for myself is long enough for me to dive deep into the subject but short enough where I know at the end of this I'll have something new to focus on and dive deeper into. The time frame is really up to you and I recommend picking one or two interests as your priority within the time frame. So whether you are a generalist or a specialist, whether you have one interest or multiple, I think we all provide some type of value to this world. We just function differently and have different gifts. I know that sometimes as a multi-passionate person, when we are comparing ourselves to someone who is specialized in one field, it can feel as though we're not talented. It can sometimes feel like we're not as valued as those who are specialists. But having range under your belt is impressive too. I hope this episode has helped a multi-passionate out there who is feeling scattered or overwhelmed by all their interests and passions. I hope you know that having this curious mind is truly something special. To have curiosity, passion, and drive to seek out multiple interests and disciplinaries in life is not something everyone has. And even though we can't do it all, we can try our best to bring in some balance while feeling accomplished and successful. In a world that seems to value specialists over generalists, I want to end this episode with a famous quote. You may have heard the saying, a jack of all trades is a master of none. This is typically used as an insult towards someone who has many skills but isn't mastered in one. But there is a second half to this quote that is often left out. So let me tell you the full quote if you have not heard of it. It goes, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. The full quote was meant to be a compliment to a generalist. In the show notes, I will link additional resources for you to check out if you are interested in further your learning about this topic, but that is all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.